Hello? Hi, did somebody order a large pizza with extra sausage? Yes. Oh, yeah. Welcome to <laughs> Drinking and Thinking with Nicole and Julie. Cheers, come on in, what you top in the chat? From politics, the best flick side opinions and lives. You got Julie and Nicole, you know they're on the show. Keeping up with current topics just to keep you in the know. So if you're looking for a place to talk, you hit the right spot. We're popping bottles as we're down and on to food for thought. So raise your drink, take a sip while you're tipping your glass. This is Drinking and Thinking, welcome to the podcast. And uh, welcome to today's episode. Today, uh, you may have heard that we have a, uh, a special topic that's a little bit on the exciting side. We're going to talk about porn, but not just any porn. We're going to talk about ethical porn. So um, before we start, uh, just to let you know, we got we are drinking porn stars today for this episode, and they're delicious. So go ahead and make yourself one and join us. And um, we're also going to follow a couple ground rules. Uh, first, we're going to try really hard to avoid making a judgment on porn itself. Uh, and then second, I'm hoping that we will try to only use the term rape if we're actually referring to the act itself and not to fantasy type of stuff. So uh, the ground rules out of the way, the first thing I'd like to do is welcome Tori to the podcast. Hello. Hi, Tori. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. So uh, I'll start by uh, putting out a definition of ethical porn because um, there's not really a clear, specific uh, definition online that I found, but that people kind of follow um, some common parameters with respect to production practices. Uh, so basically, ethical porn is porn that advocates for the health, welfare, and working rights of those involved in production. So things like uh, the use of condoms, health screenings, transparent pay and content distribution processes, and respecting actors' decisions regarding acts, scene partners, etc. It supports diversity in both hiring practices and on-screen representation. And in the latter, I mean things like a lot of times porn will portray curvy women as desperate whales, according to one of the articles that I read. So ethical porn tries not to put people into stereotypical categories like that. And it depicts sexual acts that are conducted by 100% conduct consenting adults. So no one under 18 and no one who has been pressured into consent. They all want to do what it is they're there to do for their professional reasons. First, I guess, what are, what are your reactions? What are, you, what are your thoughts about ethical porn just from the get-go? I, I think it makes complete sense because if making porn is a work environment, then they should follow some basic work health safety standards mm -hmm. it's not surprising to me it, what's surprising to me and saddens me is the fact that we have to call it ethical porn in order to make mm -hmm. it be like a safe working environment for these people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I think when when I think of ethical porn um I can't really divorce it from the idea of sex work and it being a form of sex work and so it's the same with with ethical porn that they need to respect the the you know sexual agency of the people who are um, engaging in in that and choosing to do that kind of work and that's a work that uses your body the same way that other forms of manual labor do and so it should be bound by the same kind of obligations to protect the the safety and welfare of their 
um, of their workers then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. I mean, like, like you said, Julie, it's kind of sad that we have to distinct, like make a distinction with this type of practice. And it actually, some of it comes out of, um, feminist porn and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, but it's not the same thing because ethical porn doesn't necessarily just depict things from the woman's point of view or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, it will depict regular everyday acts, um, that are the same in all mainstream pornography. Uh, it just does so with um, ethical production practices. Mm-hmm. But um, in your opinion, like, where does an ethical porn producer's obligation to their talent begin and end? Because really what happens is the talent may come in and work with an ethical porn producer, but then after that, they still need to find other gigs and all that. So they're still going to enter into mainstream porn flicks and stuff like that. I guess my reaction to that is some of the ethical porn companies, groups that I've seen sort of turn that dynamic on its head where there isn't so much of of one producer. It's more of a collective. And so when ethical porn collectives emerge, then those people sort of stick within that that group and produce within that community pretty, Mm -hmm. pretty exclusively. So from what I understand from my research, the the ethical porn community is fairly small at the moment and and it's like because the community is so tiny and there's not enough support from the outside community um there's not enough uh paid gigs uh Mm -hmm. within the community so and i think that's just the thing right is is you know the industry itself can only do so much sometimes pressure has to come from the outside right so whether it be legislation however if you legislate ethical porn, then you're just driving the scary stuff even further underground. Um, But, you know, maybe there's a way of of mitigating that. And then on the other hand is like maybe finding a way to promote it. You know, it's like if you like to watch porn, maybe be selective in the kind of porn that you are consuming. Well, actually, a a lot of... um a lot of people get their porn from the internet these days, mm-hmm. right? Which means they're not paying for it. And ethical How porn else producers. Do you get porn? Well, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> One of the things that I read online was that they're like, oh, well, people should choose to watch ethical porn. But it's just like saying to people, oh, well, you should choose to have free range chicken. Mm-hmm. But not everybody has the money mm-hmm. to do that or the drive because even mm-hmm. if they have the money, they're not necessarily willing to spend the extra mm-hmm. $2 a chicken or $5 a chicken to. Be ethical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the food analogy. I read one article where they sort of used an entire food analogy for um, the idea of ethical porn. And it was basically saying people will um, can go to McDonald's and they can eat at McDonald's and they have that choice to do so. But then there's an ethical choice out there. And so once you become informed about the ethical choice and are able to make more informed decisions about what you are consuming, the alternative becomes less attractive for people to consume. So it's a matter of not necessarily the the monetary incentive, but maybe the, the sort of ethical draw towards towards me um ethical porn so you're basically suggesting that the hope is that when people learn about ethical porn they'll be more willing to put up their money for ethical porn instead of choosing to just download or watch it for free online right i mean it might be an uh, an idealistic perspective but i i think that if people take that perspective with food no one is holding them holding them accountable to that Mm -hmm. but people still do make those choices Mm -hmm. then it may be it may be the same with with ethical porn. Going back to my question about uh, the obligation of the ethical porn producer to the talent, the other question I had was, should the 
um, producer have an obligation to um, the talent with respect to why the talent chose to be, get into porn in the first place? See, my gut reaction would be, no, that's not <clears throat> their obligation to see why they're coming into it. Like, maybe make sure th- that they are, you know, the pay is going to them and like they're not being pimped out to the production or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, to me, I don't think it's up to the producer to to say, ooh, are you being forced into this because you're living on the street or are you choosing this? I don't think that should be a consi- that. Let's take a different example uh, just to get deeper into this. Um, what about uh, pharmaceutical companies that go and do human testing with with pharmaceutical drugs that they're not sure whether or not are safe for humans? They go into poor communities in like South America and all that. Would you say that 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 they don't have an obligation to the people that they're willingly having say you can volunteer and we're going to pay you and all this, but the pay incentive um, is what causes them to willingly participate in the study, even if it's not actually safe. So yeah, that's definitely wrong. And I'm pretty sure all of us would agree with that because they don't know what they're getting into. However, I think in this case, it's kind of like, well, if you're going to get into this field of work, uh, it's better you do it with me because I will take care of you properly than to be abused and taken advantage of by some like underground porn production. That's the way that I would see it. It's not up to me to decide why you're getting into it. But ultimately, if it is for less than positive reasons, then it's just it's better me than someone else. And I, I agree with that. And when it comes to sex work versus other kinds of work, we don't look at other people's motivations necessarily for getting into other professions or, um, you know, trying to earn money somehow. If it is um, done in an ethical way on the producer's end, then um, I, I agree with you that it's safer to do it with an mm-hmm. ethical porn company than, you know, with the alternative, which and, is... And to kind of like address the example of the, of the, the, the pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical testing is that... They're not, it's not a choice between like, do I get tested with you or do I get tested with these guys? Like it, that, that is like a fabricated situation. Like nobody would volunteer. Like, well, no, but like one would, one would assume that informed consent is actually practiced with the pharmaceutical companies. Oh, but it's not. However, Everyone knows it's not. <laughs> no, I mean, but legally they're supposed to gather informed consent, whether it's verbal or written or whatever. So, I mean... I think that the people who actually go to pharmaceutical testing and all that, they know that they're taking a risk with their bodies, Mm. but it's way more important to them to feed their children or to support their household in some way that they're willing to take that risk. Mm -hmm. And one could argue that somebody who chooses to get into sex work because of circumstances and not because Mm -hmm. it's a passion or or an interest or whatever, they're doing the same thing. I agree and I hear your example, but I don't really think that it's completely transferable where pharmaceutical companies will often go in and prey on these communities, whereas in mainstream porn, maybe that is the case. But with ethical porn, they're holding themselves to, you know, a higher moral standard. But do they have Mm -hmm. an obligation to that person before or after they come into the production? That's really where the question is. Yeah. And I I don't really know. And I, I, I guess you, it would have to be taken case by case with each. My gut says that only during the production, because like, if this is a work contract, then... I will care for you as long as you we are bound by this contract. But is that the case with, with all work, though? Because I'm thinking mm. of someone who does um, some form of manual labor or is exposed to chemicals mm. um, during their 
career. And then later on down the road, they um, develop some kind of cancer or disease mm. because of exposure to those chemicals. Mm-hmm. And can they go back to their employer to, you know, seek compensation? I you can. Technically yeah. speaking, you can. And can, and so does, is a, an ethical porn company bound by those same restrictions? I would say that they should yes. be. Um, because if they could demonstrate that, like, I got this venereal disease during my work on this production, then, yeah, of course, they should be able to go back. And that would show a failure on the part of the, yeah. of, you yeah. know, the production and or then, the agency. Well, too. not necessarily a failure, depending on how they they deal with that situation. Right. You know, because, like, obviously, there's ha- there's there are hazards in even, like, an yeah. office yeah. job, right? Yep. And so... You know, you can't keep everyone safe forever. The best you can do is is try to do your best to mitigate to help any people. Risks yeah, and, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and then deal with them and and address them if they happen. Mm-hmm. The definition of ethical porn that I talked about earlier and that um, I've seen online, like the ethical part, is not. It's not exactly about the content. It's about the production mm-hmm. practices. So that said, does an ethical porn producer have an obligation to produce? "Quote unquote ethical content." No. Explain, because <laughs> okay. So when I was thinking about this question, the the first thought that popped into my head was about CanCon legislation. So you know, you can have a Canadian production, and it's based on a point system of like, is the director a Canadian? Was the screenwriter Canadian? Like all of these production elements, are they Canadian? Then that's what makes a Canadian film. Doesn't matter if it's about Sir John A. Macdonald or Washington or George Washington. You know that it is a Canadian production as long as you know, the production elements are Canadian. And I, I kind of draw the line to this ethical thing where it's like, as long as the means of production are ethical, then it is an ethical production. Content doesn't mean anything. So somebody goes online, they find something that's labeled ethical porn, okay? Um, it's depicting extremely aggressive and violent sexual acts, but because it's ethical porn production, it was 100% consensual, etc. Um, but... That doesn't take away from the fact that that person watching it, let's say it's a 17-year-old boy, is taking in that information. And and especially with the label of ethical, they might think, well, maybe this is actually what um, my partner might be interested in. And so they might take that knowledge because it was produced under an ethical label and then put it into practice in situations that it might not be appropriate in. So does because somebody labels it as ethical porn production, do they have an obligation to their audience as well? And I'm thinking about some of the the ethical porn sort of collectives and groups and and what I was referring to earlier with production being a, a collective and collaborative effort rather than a producer saying this is what our consumers this is what what they want. They want this aggressive and violent um, content. It comes more from the from the actors saying this is what we would like to engage in right now and then producing that and so they have a say and it also you know allows them that ability to consent to what they're partaking in so if that is made clear and there's a disclaimer of that at the beginning then that becomes explicit then to the consumer of the of whatever the porn is whatever the content is and this was engaged on a consensual basis. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
That's the thing. I think a wider discussion needs to be had. Like, I understand, for example, like organic labels. You throw a, an organic label on something and, and you think, oh, wow, but you don't really know what that means. Does it mean like 5% of the ingredients were organic? Or, for example, gluten-free. Oh, it's gluten-free. Yeah, because there's no freaking way gluten would ever be involved with this product. Like, these kinds of labels are very misleading mm -hmm. kind of thing. So... I think that is a risk, but at the same time, like you said, just having like disclaimers of what the content of the thing is going to be, because you should understand that the label of ethical refers to the production and that like everyone involved in this consented was covered for their mm -hmm. work and blah, blah. But, but I, I would argue people won't understand that. And I know, and that is a risk. And, and I, you know, but I think that's a, also a, a broader societal conversation that needs to be had about consent that it, I don't think is being had at yeah. quite the same extent that it needs to be, right? It's but, just it's just starting now. Yeah, and I guess that is the problem because like who we're not going to have this discussion necessarily. Maybe maybe ethical porn producers do have an obligation to their audience in the sense that they should be demonstrating clearly what consent is on the film or maybe they mm -hmm. should um, mm. put a disclaimer. I don't think they do right now, but uh, they put the label ethical porn and assume that people are going to know what that is. But like you said, just like organic, nobody knows what that really means. Means. Yeah. So, but then still, that would my, say they my, have an obligation to the viewer. Let's see. My gut still says no because the ethical porn is about the means of production and that they should be able to like do whatever they want in terms of content. I understand what you're trying to say, but it's not up to. I don't think it's up to the porn industry to be the hero. You know, like look at our media. They're clearly not going to be the hero of uh, women's body issues. Most of them are not. Yeah, sure, you've got people who are like, yeah, we use average-sized women or plus-sized models, you know, but those people are few and far between, and only now are they gaining positive recognition and becoming more and more the norm, right? So, like, do I... No, I... No, I'm going to stand by what I said, and I don't think they need to produce... They can produce, eth like, ethical content, but... I don't think they are obligated to do so. So then is ethical porn really truly ethical? If it doesn't have an ethical obligation to its viewers, to its audience, and to society at large, if it's only um, a practice of production practices, which is positive, I think, but but it's it's kind of like, basically it's saying, we're the good guys, the rest of the porn industry is bad because they don't treat their actors with respect and all this. And we're going to put an ethical label to kind of differentiate our product from the rest of the mainstream porn. But basically, we are capitalizing on the fact that the rest of the porn industry is unethical because that's the only reason that people would come to buy our product because we show the same stuff potentially and we uh, we have no obligation to our viewers. The only obligation we have are to the people who are involved in the production practice, which is a positive thing. But does it actually mean that they are ethical? Well, I, I guess like the, the people who choose to make ethical porn, perhaps they're the kind of people who would just choose to make ethical content as well. Like, the, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't mean that it can't be like raunchy and dirty yeah. and kinky and everything. But it, it I'm just wondering why it isn't enough to say that the production means are are ethical. I don't know why that isn't enough yeah. for the consumer. 
I mean, I, I, I think that there is some obligation with the content and I do believe that there should be some kind of disclaimer to make it very clear that consent was obtained for it if it is going mm-hmm. to be violent and aggressive content. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean that that content can't exist within the framework of ethical pornography. But I don't understand why it can't be enough to say that, you know, the actors were compensated, the actors were um, were safe and such during the production of the of the material. I just wonder if the label ethical, it works similar to the label organic. It's a misleading label, and I'm wondering if if people don't know what ethical porn means and if they're guessing in terms of what ethical porn means, particularly because when I hear the term ethical porn, I think the content as well as the production practices are going to be ethical. That means that if I'm watching porn that's labeled like that, I might take it away and say, well, this this is okay. This is, you know... This is something that I can and should practice outside of, you know, just watching porn, stuff like that. I do think that when it comes to any of those labels, there is always an inherent risk of them being co-opted for, you know, really shitty purposes. And that's the same with organic. It's the same with gluten-free. It's the same with saying community-based, like anything like that. Those will be co-opted for, you know, the wrong purposes. And the same can be said for ethical porn. Um, does it mean that these groups have to come together and make a very clear definition of what is ethical porn, if it is content, if it is production, and, and what that means? I don't know, because even then, with the term organic, they can make those guidelines, mm-hmm. and there can there are always loopholes. So I don't know. Does that um, responsibility then fall on the consumer to investigate what that really means and interrogate what ethical means for that company? I don't know. Will consumers do that? Are all consumers interested in being informed consumers? Those are questions that have to be asked too. Well, maybe we should put that out to the uh, the listeners because I, I don't think that there is necessarily a clear answer here. Um, we've talked about the fact that it ethical can just be about the production practices, but we've also talked about if there's any responsibility to the talent post-production or prior to production and also whether there's responsibility for an ethical porn producer uh, to the viewer to produce content that is ethical. Um so, uh, listeners, if you have any views on this, please shout out. And uh, I want to thank Tori for joining our podcast. Thank you. And until next time, good night. Cheers, come on in. What you top in the chat? From politics, the best six side opinions and locks. You got Julie and Nicole. You know they're on the show, keeping up with current topics just to keep you in the know. So, if you're looking for a place to talk, you hit the right spot. We're popping bottles as we're down and on to food with the fuck. So, as you drink, take a sip while you're tipping your glass. This is Drinking and Thinking. Welcome to the podcast.